0: Hi! You have tuned into our weekly podcast called Equity Masters Stock Market Wrap Up. This is Dini talking to you from Mumbai. In a week full of macroeconomic developments, let's look at what moved the markets this week and everything that matters to you and your portfolio of stocks. So, let's jump right in. Stock markets remained range-bound this week too. Macroeconomic news globally and domestically remained the focus of the week. However, the markets closed in the green for the third consecutive day on Friday as investor sentiment got a boost from positive global cues. Globally, investors remained anxious about the fast-approaching deadline for a new round of tariffs on Chinese imports while eyeing the US Federal Reserve and European Central Bank monetary policy review later this week. Market participants also focused on general elections in the UK. The US central bank decided to keep rates unchanged and added that more rate changes were unlikely in 2020. After cutting rates three times earlier this year, the US Fed left its benchmark rate at the target range of between 1.5% and 1.75%. The Fed in a policy statement said that the committee judges The current stance of monetary policy is appropriate to support sustained expansion of economic activity, strong labour market conditions, and inflation near the symmetric 2% objective. Back home, the government released India's retail inflation and factory output data on Thursday. Well, India's retail inflation rate in November stood at 5.54%. Retail inflation for October stood at 4.62%, November but the culprit was food inflation, onions in particular. Irrespective of the source of inflation, monetary policy is focused on the headline print. Recall that the RBI Governor had warned that food inflation will remain high after the Central Bank held rates steady in its latest meeting. Further, India's industrial output contracted 3.8% in October against a 4.3% contraction in September. Industrial output or factory output is the closest approximation for measuring the economic activity of the country's business landscape. Now before you take these macro numbers seriously and fret over these inflation numbers, I would like to quote our co-head of research, Tanushree Banerjee. She says, and I quote, we are in the stagnation period now. GDP growth in the recent quarter was the lowest in the last six years. The mainstream media and rating agencies are doubting the potential of the Indian economy. Another year has almost gone by with almost nothing to show in the Indian stock market. So what should you expect in 2020? I strongly believe. 2020 will be the year of New India. Why? Everything the Modi government has done and many other big reforms that have taken place over the last three years will now start to bear fruit." So guys, Tanushree has discovered 50 irreversible trends in her research into the rebirth of India. She then developed a framework to pick the best stocks. To find out more, Log on to StockSelectOffer.com. Meanwhile, from the US markets, Democrats in the US House of Representatives announced impeachment charges against President Trump on Tuesday, making him the fourth president in US history to face a formal effort to remove him from office. The move, which followed weeks of investigation and hearings, sets the stage for a vote on the charges or articles of impeachment in the full Democratic-controlled House next week. No Republican in either the House or Senate has come out in favour of Trump's removal from office. Now, on the US-China trade war front, President Trump has signed off on a Phase 1 trade deal with China, averting the 15 December introduction of a new wave of US tariffs on about $160 billion of consumer goods from the Asian nation. The deal presented to Trump by trade advisors on Thursday included a promise by the Chinese to buy more U.S. agricultural goods. Officials also discussed possible reductions of existing duties on Chinese products. The terms have been agreed, but the legal text has not yet been finalised. Let's see how this pans out. Moving on, Yes Bank on Tuesday said, It is favourably considering the $500 million investment offer from Citex Holdings and Citex Investment Group, even as discussions continue on the binding offer of $1.2 billion submitted by Canadian investor. The private lender said it would decide on these fundraising proposals at its next board meeting, after it was unable to do so on Tuesday. Consequently, Yes bank shares were under pressure they have tumbled the most in past 2 months now in the news from oil space last week opec russia and other oil producing nations agreed to additional oil production cuts in an effort to support oil prices following the 177th meeting of the opec conference in vienna opec said it would increase its production cuts by another 5 lakh barrels per day this continues the strategy adopted in late 2016 of limiting production. So will this have any impact on crude oil prices? Well, Vijay Bambwani, India's number one trader has interesting insights to give on this. In his latest free video, he talks about all of it. Do not miss it. You just need to visit Equity Masters channel on YouTube or find it under featured videos section of our website. Vijay sir also keeps a tab on Saudi Aramco IPO. Which brings me to another important update, Saudi Aramco shares surged the maximum permitted 10% above their IPO price on their Riyadh stock market debut on Wednesday, closing in on the $2 trillion valuation long sought by Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. The shares leapt to 35.2 Riyadh each, up from the IPO price of 32 Rials, and at the daily limit of price moves allowed by the Tadawul exchange. That gives the oil giant a market value of about $1.88 trillion, comfortably making it the world's most valuable listed company, although it will have one of the smallest free floats of publicly tradable shares, which is just at 1.5%. Again, I would recommend you watch Vijay sir's video on this to get better insights. So, we gotta wrap it here. Do come back again next week for our market analysis and updates. Remember, it's equitymaster.com. Before I sign off, I would like to know whether you like our podcasts. We would love your feedback. Just visit equitymaster.com and drop us a line. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you.